0: What? dude all right so did you see those alien those mexican alien bodies of course i did i have so much to say about them and i've been making tiktoks about them because i started like doing stitches and stuff on a tiktok account you know can i actually say something real quick yeah i feel
1: like i feel like we should on this show and we can keep this in so everyone knows if we decide to do this but i feel like we should like come up with like Quick easy skits that we could like do in the living room. And, I like, think make, so. like even if there's like 50 seconds or a minute. Why not? Because they'd be like fun. And then we could post them on TikTok or we could even just film something really yeah, quick. Yeah, we
0: could spend like a day or whatever just brainstorming ideas yeah. and come up with really quick ones. Could yeah, we
1: make like four or five. I feel I feel like
0: uh our, our boys and girls would like that. I know, right? Let us let us know in the comments what y'all think. <laughs> <laughs> but Everyone's no, I, like, don't fucking do it. Yeah, right. I <You> suck. <laughs> you guys would ruin comedy for me if you tried. <laughs> <laughs> Your attempt would destroy my soul. <laughs> okay. Oh my sorry, mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, but go ahead. The aliens. I'm sorry. Uh, so I'm going to give you the bro science version of it at this point. Cause it, this episode's not going to come out till Sunday, so you've probably have already heard about the details, but pretty much three alien bodies or what were presumed to be alien mummy bodies a thousand years old were presented to the Mexican Congress, and now they're getting tested. And at this point, tests have proven that the skeletons themselves have not been manipulated. They're actual single skeletons that have not been put together, right? Mm-hmm. Again, take it with a grain of salt. We're going to need a lot more confirmation for us to actually believe it. But I had a few thoughts when I saw these alien bodies. Like one was I legitimately looked at those bodies, bro. And I was like trying to determine if they were aliens or not. And then 15 seconds into it, I was like, I I don't, I don't know what an alien body looks like. I said this on target on, on TikTok. I was like, you could put that body right in front of me and I wouldn't know if you got that from Party City or Pluto. Yeah. You know, but I I'm am imagine like, oh, let me just evaluate and like make sure the scientists get it right. I have no fucking idea. That plant over there we got at Walgreens or whatever could literally be an alien here to, you know, monitor us. That's um, a good point. And then my second thought was, if these aliens are real, I think... It would cause an alien body arm race, as in no one's gonna want Mexico to get the shine. So all of a sudden, every nation that has their alien bodies hidden is gonna start like rolling them out, and it's gonna be like, oh, America's got seventeen from four different planets, and it's gonna be like London, we got two, and like Turkey's gonna be like, we got the heaviest one, and like people are gonna be surprised at what nations have more than others, and it's gonna be like a whole like like Pokemon at recess with, with like the cards and stuff. (laughs) <laughs> I think that'd be funny like the exact opposite you know, once, once one alien gets shown everyone's like no we got tons we got tons those are my thoughts.
1: Someone's like, you guys think that's sick? Yeah.
0: We have black
1: aliens. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, oh!
0: <laughs> I'm dead ass, bro. We just keep them in like containers like they're collectibles now.
1: Yeah, bro. We're like, just like it turns out that they're actually, like the aliens are really stupid and not we're not as smart as we thought they were. And like,
0: we're, yeah, we're just like putting them on show and shit. <laughs> it's like at Disney world and like little tubes. Kids are walking by them like sneezing on the glass. <laughs> yeah, and
1: the aliens are just fucking. But well, you know, you know what I thought about that real quick? is well, like, um, the aliens looked like very cartoonish. That's
0: why I was thinking Party City. I was, mm. Yeah, like they look silly. Yeah, I don't wait. So who, they, they looked d- high, like <laughs> like this, <They're> like this. <laughs> Dude. Like, bro, did they just die in a sauna? Like, did they just completely <laughs> stick?
1: yeah, bro. They were just like. Some little people from like 2000 BC that just got fucking stoned off something, like (laughs) oh shit, died like because they like got stuck in like a
0: snowstorm. (laughs) Yeah, they're like five, four high and got frozen there. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be funny. (laughs) Do you think they're real though? Do you think the chances of them being real are?
1: I don't know, dude. I was cracking up at that story when I read it. I was
0: like, are we seriously rolling these out and like putting this on the news? Like, well, for, for the first time, there's this news story about Mexican aliens that aren't trying to cross our border. So. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I had to do it. I was, it was. It was right Did there. you think of that yourself? Yeah, it was right there. <laughs> you got to write that down,
1: bro. <laughs> we got to do some stand up. That was actually a funny ass right? joke.
0: I feel like that's one of those jokes though that you know we talk about ideas and how like other people. I'm gonna say that joke and then you're gonna go on your TikTok feed and see someone else that says it and yeah, then yeah, not yeah. believe I came up with it. <laughs> 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 All I'm
1: Republicans gonna, seeing those like
0: what the hell? <laughs> Joe Rogan invites me onto his podcast like that dude he invited on with the the conservative country song. You, you oh that? yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah. like that like yeah, that's the guy who made the alien joke.
1: Yeah, you're gonna be like uh like uh the fish the fish sticks uh, joke in South Park. <laughs> oh my god,
0: yeah. And as a Kanye fan, I'm very much against it. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred and ten percent. Gay fish. He hates it even more now that he's super Christian. I'm sure.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Um, Wait but, till
1: he finds out Matt Stone's Jewish.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Kanye makes me sad now. Makes me so sad.
1: Yeah, I love when people like try to like figure out what he's doing and say, "I'm like, bro, my man like, is going through a manic episode. He has no idea what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> he has serious mental. <laughs> like, you can't dissect what he's saying. Like, he doesn't know what's going on.
0: That's why this whole thing started. Is he doesn't know? Yeah, exactly. He's like, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Told- His last album was good though, so we-, we will run to the next one once it gets released. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what that's like. Yeah. So as I was saying. <laughs> Moving on from vaccines, so why wouldn't you think you could be a, a DJ, my guy? No, let me go back to that vaccine thing. <laughs> uh, We're never going back to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Pfizer, don't don't cancel me.
1: I liked it. I thought it was funny. But I was saying that, dude, I can never be a DJ, bro. That shit's just like
0: sensory overload for me. Yeah. Like, that just, Even if they give you the little special headphones they give little kids at the, the little, concerts. Yeah, the noise canceling <laughs> ones. You
1: know what's funny about that? I actually do low-key get a little pissed when I see a baby at a really loud event, and they don't have the headphones on, oh yeah, who does that? I've just seen it on t v and shit really? like it was like a little baby at a football game, like baby's ears are super sensitive, so that noise is amplified, to yeah, I mean yeah. like, that's kind of
0: fucked up. I don't even know why you bring them, yeah, why are you bringing a baby? I don't to know it? i I couldn't find a sitter. Well, that's the thing, two guys who have no kids. I'm sure people with kids watching this now are just shaking their head and looking at us. Nah, but like, no, we know what we're talking about. <laughs> we always know what we're talking about, hundred and ten percent of the time.
1: Hundred,
0: yeah. That much. (laughs) Why do you think I've made all the good decisions in my life, even though my mom told me not to make them? You know, I just... um, (laughs) Even though my mom still does my laundry, I feel like I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) Right? I mean, I did like whites
1: last week. (laughs) Baby steps, baby steps. And I've been organizing the uh, garbage into
0: whites and colors. I feel like I'm doing a good job. (laughs) It's all about teamwork, right? Teamwork makes the dream work. I read those posters on our school counselor's walls. The, the bunnies. And- my favorite poster when I when, <laughs> in school when you were
1: a kid was uh the one that was like um I don't even know what it meant but it was the ice cap and the top with like the little tiny bit <laughs> yeah, was above yeah, the they, water and then the underneath was the massive
0: amount of it. You remember that? Yeah, and it was like strength lies underneath. I forget some shit like that. That was like motivational TikTok accounts before we had TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> like do like percentage wise. What's the percentage that those posters turn a kid's life around? <laughs> like he's like he's in the he's in the bathroom, he's in the principal's office, skips school for the fifth time, and he sees the poster of a giant stallion just riding across into the sunset, and it says, "Don't forget to put your best hoof forward." <laughs> he's like, you
1: know, he's like, lately I've been thinking, I'm not putting my best hoof
0: forward. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna I'm gonna gallop on over to second period and get my rest of my life together. <laughs> Um
1: all right. Yeah, but like I was saying with DJs, bro, it's that is such like a sensory overload lifestyle. It's like drugs and traveling and yeah like loud music and flashing lights and like ah, I just could not do that full
0: time. I feel like
1: a lot, I, it's gotta be a lot.
0: Yeah, it's gotta be a lot to be a DJ. And a little. I guess paramedics might be looking at us and shaking their heads. But in terms mm-hmm. of just like overall quality of life, not DJs is probably not the not the worst. I just feel like you'd have to be like Eminem to do it. You know what Eminem talks about in the later years of his career where he's just like, oh, I treat my rapping like like a job. I go in sober. I go going from nine to five. I rap. And then I go home and see my family. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. Do you think that's why he's worse now? Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe, right? <laughs> no, <want> to... <laughs> I'm just thinking like a... we're, telling, we're telling all these DJs to stop doing drugs. And we're like, you know when Eminem got sober, he's so whack. <laughs> don't know why. But... fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? Keep
1: doing those drugs, you fucking DJs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what sucks too is it's such like a yeah. Right? Oh yeah, no, I'm good. I was just choking on the humor. <laughs> hey. It's a uh, it's such a double edged sword because on one hand, like when you, if you do like drugs have created some of the most beautiful art we've ever had, some of the best music, some of the best paintings, some of movies. the best people people but then on the other end it just destroys you and you die young you get sick whatever
0: oh yeah it's yeah it's you could get into the whole philosophical nature of life and this weird balancing and it happens so often That's why i think people are led to think that simulation theory is a real thing because all the things we love the most and i'm not telling you anything you don't know all the best things in life the things we love the most and it's something i've had to battle since i was a kid not understanding this like why can't for once celery taste like chocolate but all the things in our life that we love the most are the worst for us yeah do that's you know true what I mean? yeah like you eat that food you'll gain weight you don't do that you're going to have a kid you're going like, like all the things that bring us joy if we overindulge all of a sudden become the very thing we never want to have, you know? They have the biggest consequences. Yeah. 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 That's,
1: yeah that is funny, right? It,
0: it's like weirdly, again, code simulation. If you want to balance things out, if we're on this planet as souls, just jumping from body to body, life to life to kind of grow and learn, that would be the algorithm you'd need to jump through to grow, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because we're like the one species that really indulges like that. I think so, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's or do we just have the luxury to indulge too? Well, well the- yeah, it's
1: that too and we have consciousness and we can make decisions and stuff like that. But it is wild that the things that as humans we tend to like gravitate towards those things that kind of fuck us up the most.
0: Do you think it's part of it's also just biology and survival? So back in the day when fats and sugars for instance were so unavailable our bodies craved them to make sure we got them when we the rare times we came across them and now we've just become masters of the universe if you will and they're everywhere and we haven't evolved quick you, enough to like, you know, catch up with society. We talk about that all the time, right? That's yeah. True. Yeah.
1: I could see that being the case. I mean, I, I saw, uh, there's like a, I saw a graph of a uh, sugar consumption in America. Um, over, Oh, it's gone down, right? Yeah. Yeah. Way down. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah. George Washington was fucking pounding Twixes, and, no and shit. Yeah, Exactly. And he never lied about it either. He's like, "Yeah, I was fucking eating
0: those Twixes." <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where he got those teeth? <laughs> what do we could do with those bad boys? <laughs> Podcast thought was George Washington a good kisser? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, which president was the best? <laughs> yeah. I wonder which president was the best kisser. Like, who would take your breath away even if you're straight? Like that good, Bill Clinton.
1: I was gonna say it's got to be Slick Willie. He's got to be yeah. the best kisser. Where he works the
0: saxophone too? Yeah. Who else would have who else would
1: have been a good kisser? I don't know. I feel yeah. like we didn't get into like sexy presidents until like Reagan. So like anyone like after him, you know what I mean? Like before then, everybody was so bland. I know, Lyndon B. Johnson had that thing on him. He had that oh, we,
0: Bill Maher thing on. You're right. You're right. You know? we, had,
1: we had JFK and he was too sexy, so they took him out.
0: Oh Wasn't yeah, right. <laughs> JFK. <laughs> wouldn't that be funny? I love JFK experiments, but wouldn't that be funny after all this? It finds out that like there was a conspiracy to kill him, but it's because he like fucked someone in the CIA's wife. <laughs> yeah, they're just pissed and that's at him. the real reason. It's like, oh, he was taking down the CIA in the and the Cuban Missile Crisis. And it's like, no, bro, your wife just had a bad night with (laughs) him. He was just banging everybody's wives because he was so good looking and that's why they actually took him out. That would be such a good
1: human story. (laughs) That would be such like a twist too and would just destroy everybody's brain.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, people always worry about what would happen if these conspiracy theories that we all love are proven to be true. I would also argue it would destroy society if they were proven to not be true. <laughs> yeah, that's you true. know, like we love these conspiracy theories so much that if we realize that life is potentially as bland and normal as we think it is. No, exactly. It, dude, it's like Luffy with the one piece. Like you don't want to know it's true. Like you don't want
1: to know it exists. Like you, exactly. you, you want, like you like the like, not knowing and learning about it. And I, mean, and
0: I don't know if I want to call it research, but yeah, you know, going, reading Reddit and shit. Exactly. It's like lingerie. You know, there's a reason the lingerie business still is in, is in full swing. Uh, real quick though. I know you've been, I haven't seen it yet for people who haven't heard one piece stuff in a while. You want to give a quick little reaction to you've watched the full season of the one piece live, the one piece, live piece, one piece, live piece.
1: Yeah, yeah. I would say if you're a One Piece, you know what's funny? I should, if you're not a One Piece fan, you should watch it. It's incredible. It's, really? Yeah. It's like I couldn't believe that they made, you know, it's corny at times, but it's like a it's like a charming corny, you know, yeah. like they know they're doing it. Like me. Exactly. I kept thinking, I was like, this guy's just like Reed. <laughs> but uh, no, it's a fantastic show. They did a really good job with it, which I appreciated. Uh, Oda when, had a hand in it, too, so... I think that was big. The casting is incredible. What? Sanji, uh, in particular, they did a really good job casting Sanji. CGI? For Sanji?
0: How's the whole thing look, CGI-wise? CGI,
1: it's not bad. You know why? It's good, because they don't rely on it that as much as you'd think.
0: Yeah, I like, hope not.
1: Yeah, like, um, I, I wonder how it's going to be later on when Luffy starts kind of powering up and... How much CGI they'll use then, and if they can even do it? Oh, yeah, if, when he
0: blows up and yeah, 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 he, yeah he does
1: yeah. actually. I'm not spoiling anything. He does blow up once uh, in this, um, but it's not like Gear Three, where yeah. he like, makes his arm big and shit.
0: Yeah. But yeah,
1: my girlfriend has never watched any One Piece, and she loved the show. Did she? She oh, was she asking just, to watch it.
0: Really? Yeah. I'm about to say maybe she just loves you, my guy. <laughs> no, no. I'm
1: telling you, bro. Like when we were like, what should we watch tonight? She's like, let's let's watch the One Piece show. Really? She was really? Yeah. Like I th- I think it's it's like a really good show. And they do a really good job of kind of like transcending viewers, if you know what I mean. So like I could watch it and I love one piece. Someone who's never even seen anime
0: could watch it and like it. It's great. Would you recommend, so I should show my girlfriend that even though she knows nothing. I wasn't going to show it to her. Cause I, I guarantee was like, she'll like
1: it, bro. It's a very, it's a very welcoming show.
0: I hope so. Yeah, I hope no. so. I'm glad to hear that though because I know a lot of people were flaming us in the comments cuz they said that we thought it was going to suck. And <laughs> it's not that we thought it was going to suck, it's just that we expected it to suck. And there's a difference because you can't blame us. You cannot blame us. Look at every other live action anime movie and tell us that if you thought this one would be good, it was only wishful thinking. Nothing about this told us it would be good. Yeah. Those those who don't study history are
1: doomed to repeat it. We knew that every live action fucking blew. Exactly. So why did we why would we think this this would be any different, but I, I did say in that clip, I was like, no, no, I, th- I think that they'll, this will be better, because I think they took. Same saying. I think they took what happened in the old animes and they said, we're not doing that. We'll do it this way. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But great casting. I thought the best
0: part of it was the casting. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They did a good, a great job. Zoro's sick in it. He's cool. Could this be something that goes 10 seasons, like really actually gets into the lore of One Piece? I saw a rumor online that they want to make 12 seasons of it. It's just so expensive to make it looks.
1: It's expensive and that's too much time. Like a like a like the actors. What Luffy's- we might have kids by the time yeah. <laughs> that's done. Might have yeah. Like Luffy's twenty, in, I think the actor's twenty. He's gonna be thirty-two years old by the time it ends. If they make a season every year,
0: yeah, Luffy's not really known to age either. Right? <laughs>
1: Only it goes two two
0: years in the. Time Although schedule. he changed fits more than almost any other iconic anime character, Luffy has that shit on. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that was that's an interesting observation you had. I remember you said that because that that's so
0: true. Everybody else has the same fit, which I think is smarter. It's the same thing Drake does with every album. I think it's very important to to, to, to define an era of the character. Mm-hmm. You know, we and what, Do we have time? We have to real quick all the dogs. We haven't talked about all the dogs coming out. By the time these episodes out, it should be out already. But how confident are we that it's actually dropping on the twenty second? Because you know, my boy Ed Sheeran's coming the week after that, so it's not like he can put his album off. That's Drake can't drop the same day. He can't drop the same Ed Sheeran
1: does. (laughs) Nah, dog. Uh, Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty confident it comes out that day because he specifically said. September 22nd, yeah, and he dropped the single, and he didn't lie about the artwork. Remember Travis Scott basically just lied about the, the album cover for yeah. uh, the, his most recent album? I think that we definitely get it on the
0: 22nd. I hope that single came out. That was awesome. If it's that like fine. that, yeah. if, I was taught thinking, listening to it and it was like a slowed down drill beat. But I also thought that it really, and I know people keep saying they want the old Drake, but it really sounded like the old Drake for the first time in a while. Just that straight R and B kind of jaded. He's not overly auto tuning. He's not trying to like, I used to love the flow switch, but like ever since sickle mode, sometimes I feel like it's forced with him. This one didn't feel like that. Uh, the features didn't come in like a cookie cutter way of I talk for, an I, I rap for a minute, you come in for 40, I rap for another minute mm-hmm. kind of thing. It all looks good. It all looks good. And hopefully by the time this episode's out, we're just jamming this whole weekend to it. But She says she missed the old Drake girl, don't tell me. Tell me.
1: Yay.
0: Uh, I, is it going to be an R&B album, you think? Or, or a rap album? or a,
1: I think it's going to be another like, uh, quote unquote, like I don't know what you call it. Savage, like a sat, like a Savage album, like he's gonna be like, look how certified lover boy kind of was. See, I would Love It to be more like a Take Care too, like a really more R and B. I mean, I would too. I just think like for all my do- all the dogs, like it's gonna have like a very specific theme. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I know what you mean about the chain, the switch ups, because uh, her loss was all switch ups. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it was a, a a collab album, so that's like where the switch ups would happen, but. And Drake's good at not being stagnant, right? Drake's a good example for any creative out there. I don't know us or maybe even Ed Sheeran. <laughs> but like, you always want to keep reinventing yourself. You always want to make sure you don't stay too stagnant because people love variety more than anything else. They just like variety that they like. And yeah, that's, yeah, like, yeah. that's the hardest part about making things for people.
1: Yeah, you don't want to get stale. You don't want to end up like Big Sean or Lil Uzi. Just be making the same thing every time you drop a, drop a song.
0: like well, yeah. a baby, bro. No, oh, the baby fell off for that and his his little co- concert comments weren't the best comments. What would he say? Just just complete gay Look, slurs. Look, you tell me like word for word what he said. What?
1: Did you hear about did you hear about Hassan Minaj? I, no, I didn't actually. What? <laughs>
0: Our boy, Hassan. Oh, okay. I didn't hear anything two either. Former I, was just, sh- I was just asking about him. <laughs> I was like, two former Daily Show interns. How, how's Hassan doing? Hey, you ha- know that little show he's still working on? Oh, Trevor's
1: gone? Someone having Hassan Minaj? Huh? <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> Sucks to be the Daily Show. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been like us, winning the whole time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, but uh, what's up with Hassan? Uh, Hassan, so that basically, there's like this controversy surrounding him, because in his stand-up, bro, he... He basically, long story short, he lied about stories in his stand-up special, uh, Homecoming King. That was like the one that put him on the map, probably like five, oh, six yeah. years ago. Yeah, 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 um, I remember that. Yeah, but like, it's normally that wouldn't be a big deal for a comic, because like, that's what comics do, right? You just like make up a story. Yeah, I'm waiting so you to get, hear the controversy. So you, your, so you can get your joke in, or like, you just like, you stretch the truth. But the reason why he's getting backlash is because the things he lied about were actually... Big thing. So he has like this one story in The Homecoming King about this girl who he dated. She thinks she's like a white girl or something. And she, he basically, the story surrounds how it was in California and then he met her family and the family didn't like him because I of his that. race. I yeah. watched the,
0: set, the stand, of the set. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So like the whole thing was surrounding like, she didn't, her family didn't like me just because of my race. And there's Islamophobia. And then, he she he like used inf- her information in that, but then she came out and basically said that's made up. That didn't happen. Like he fabricated that. And then there was like another story with his daughter about like being hospitalized due to like anthrax because of some Islamophobia or something or other. And then that turned out to be fabricated. So he even came out and said like, yeah, I stretched the truth, but like they're based on like the true stories of Islamophobia in America. And I was like, nah. I was like, bro, it was like a comic like. I don't know, man. It's like, you, you can definitely stretch the truth, but when it comes to big things like that, like, like you, you targeted a specific person and said her family's racist. And now she's coming out and being like, no, they're not. So like you, you actually like did potentially hurt a person. It wasn't like you just made up some fun story about like, you know, you doing someone crazy in a taxi. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you, yeah, he's actually like hurting people. Yeah. But what do you think about that?
0: Yeah. I think this is the number one problem of modern comedy It's funny because initially, which is ironic because of modern comedy, right? A comedian lying is not a problem. You're lied to all the time because the funniest stories are the ones made up, right? Why would you tell a real one when you can sit and think of a better one? And we get that. Modern comedy, though, and we talked about this, has decided that their job is to make us laugh and teach us something and preach. They think that they're like a politician who's just really good at giving a speech sometimes, right? Not Hassan so much, but we know, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? And this is where the problem lies. Now you want to be the preacher. Now you want to tell the stories. So now you're going to get held to the accountability of a journalist and still need to be funny. You're making the job harder for yourselves. What Hassan Minaj talks about in those things is super important, and I get it but you got to make sure the stories are true because when something like this comes out, it ruins your image. It ruins sympathy for the cause you're making your jokes about. And it just overall leaves a bad taste in everyone's mouth for comedy in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no one's looking to Bill Burr to make sure his stories all check out. You know what I mean? Yeah. hundred percent. Because he is able to, you know, pull at the heartstrings of people without having to, it's, it's, okay, this is also maybe uh, it's also like why is the criticism with like a lot of female comics make jokes about sex? It's like you, these are these are the easy things that are like I think mean, guy comics too, but like that these are the easy things that are able to like attach to people, right? Like, like I know you have sex, yeah. I know you you have these social issues. That hey, you, I do too. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? This guy's all right. <laughs> He's dead, but you know what I mean? But like the real good people at comedy are able to take things from their life innocuous things and have them connect to us. You know what I mean? 100%. That's what it's awesome and and I think newer generations of comedians, not all of them, but newer generations of comedians are forgetting that in a lot of ways. Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, it seems like uh, a Minaj was kind of like that like like uh like progressive comedian standard bearer, yeah. you know, and now it's like almost like he's fallen from that perch because of
0: this. Well, he's also like was an in-between in that era, right? He kind of yeah. started off before the whole political mm-hmm. activist comedian era. Definitely had part of that as part of his act, and now he exists fully in that era. And it's kind of two feet in, two one foot out, one foot out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true.
1: But yeah, it, it just kind of like I was like, "Damn, man! Like, you really fucking made up a whole story about someone's family being racist just so you could like include it in your special and shit." And then like it's something about like his daughter getting anthrax. I'm like, "That's what? Like, that's crazy to lie about."
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't anthrax is like so like uh, the fact that. He made up that story, Mm -hmm. shows you that he was definitely... Like a 90s, early two thousands teenager, because that was back when anthrax was like <laughs> the really big, like, oh my god, like anthrax today. The kids are like, What is what is that? That's I took, a- took that at a party last week. I was gonna say, bro, kids would be sniffing that shit now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, have you heard of the new anthrax? He's
1: like, <laughs> like, Hold up, what's the what's anthrax? <laughs> anthrax, there's <laughs> an anthrax epidemic in America because of Hassan Minaj. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. <laughs> it's like anthrax challenge. are <laughs> like, thanks, Hassan. <laughs> <laughs> alright y'all we really appreciate y'all kicking it with us today Quinn couldn't make it because he was sick I probably should have said that in the beginning of the show but he'll be back next week I'm sure Ian I appreciate you kicking it with us giving us all the takes on everything from Alien to <laughs> <laughs> We did love it uh, go ahead and follow us at Tomorrow Show today on TikTok, Instagram and YouTube go check us out on DEO VR also we're monetized there we really do appreciate all you guys joining us today but until next time